Welcome back to the podcast, everybody, on Wednesday. This one is for the American history class. This is going to deal with the topic that was put out today, uh, which is the striving for equality. This is actually something that is big on uh, on a bigger level than, you know, looking back at, in history, because this is still the fight that people are fighting for today. This isn't something that has gone away, because this is all about minorities and them pushing for how they can get the same uh, rights as everything else. So to start, we kind of got to look at what was going on in the era a little bit. There is a big movement going on in the Amer in America in the early in late 1800s, early 1900s called Americanization. And what that means is they're going to try to convince immigrants and other minorities that they need to be more like typical Americans. So they basically taught people who didn't know English how to speak English. They advised you to dress like you were a middle class Americans. Uh, they pushed them to get rid of some of their foods and customs. They wanted them to become their own little area. And they also are a little concerned with the way in which, you know, many of the ways in which uh, people acted. Uh, they thought that the Irish and the Italians and the Germans drank too much alcohol. So they're going to try to convince them that they need to not do that. So while this progressive uh, is movement is going on, they were not necessarily about civil rights for the people of America. They were about civil rights for, you know, non-whites, I guess is what you would call it. Uh, they weren't pushing for those things. While this is going on, there's still, unfortunately, a very rough scientific theory that said dark-skinned people have less intelligence than whites. I'm not saying that is true. Obviously, it is not true in any way, shape, or form. But no, that is what is the mindset of people that which led to actually a passage of a law that is from, that is in our, uh, that are not passage of law, excuse me. It is a constant, not, not constitutional. I keep saying the wrong word here. It is a statement from our Supreme Court in a lawsuit called Plessy versus Ferguson. And what it says is that basically African-Americans and whites can be separated and segregation is allowed to occur. And they are going to have separate but equal uh, lifestyles. Life so whites and blacks don't have to live together, but as long as their facilities are equal, it's fine. That's gonna lead to a bit of an uproar within the African-American community for obvious reasons. So first of all, uh, Booker T. Washington is going to be a very influential lawyer in the, in the day, as is W.E.B. Dubois. And the thing with these two gentlemen is that uh, Booker T. Washington believes as African-Americans, you should take your time as you keep pushing and working patiently. African-Americans are going to get gradually gain the respect of white America and they're going to be accepted. This is the slow roll approach. W.E.B. Dubois said no. Africans needed to be need to demand rights within the Constitution because it's not going to change unless we demand these big rights. So a new group is going to be formed and it's going to be started in Niagara Falls and it's called the Niagara Movement in which they are going to push for African-American rights, especially the right to vote and especially for better rights for the workers of colored men because as this goes on, 
uh, they're starting to see some of the some of the problems that go with this. So after the Niagara Movement, he forms a group called the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. This is the NAACP. It is still around today. And what it pushes for is that it pushes for equality. It pushes for this opportunity for African-Americans and white Americans to truly be equal. It says that we will not rest until, you know, we're truly free from the idea of disenfranchisement, which means they cannot vote, that they are physically free from being lower paid labor, and they are mentally free and politically free from ignorance and disenfranchisement. They are going to keep going until they feel not insulted as a group of people. It's why this group still exists. African-Americans still feel insulted for what they are today and everything like that. So they're going to keep pushing for these rights for different uh, ethnicities and minorities, including themselves. They're going to work with the Urban League to push for more, uh, basically for more for more money to help them economically within within the aid that they needed within the within the inner cities as it goes down it's going to help food families buy clothes and books and send children to school and have all these great uh programs that are going to help now the urban league focused predominantly on the inner city african americans so some country african americans didn't have the same rights or the same mindset of things but they weren't the only group that was treated poorly. Uh, there are other ethnicities and religious minorities that are in the country that are getting treated like crap. A big one is the Jewish community, and they actually have to set up uh, groups for the Anti-Defamation League to basically defend Jewish and other religious against what is unfair treatment because they're a different religion than the rest of the people. The, you know, this country is predominantly Christian and you have this Jewish group that is treated unfairly because of their religion. They're going to push in on the West Coast uh, to expand rights for Mexican-Americans because, again, they were treated unfairly because of the color of their skin. And in several states, they're going to, you know, have these groups that are going to provide legal assistance to Mexican-Americans because they wanted to feel as though they were kind of a part of everything. Native Americans, we've talked about them before, and we'll talk about them more as we go through this. They are also going to be pushing for this, but progressives didn't help them. As a matter of fact, progressive passed a law called the Dawes Act, which actually divided reservations into plots for these individuals to farm. But it also said you can't get that, uh, that, the, that the Indians could be sold to the general public if they wanted. So Two-thirds of these lands were sold to the whites by the end of all of this. Uh, the Dawes Act also is going to push and say, you need to be essentially considered more like a white man in order to you know, be considered a part of this. We're literally going to find a way to take away your culture and put it into the white culture and keep pushing through things of that nature. It was a backwards way of doing things, and it continued that way. And then finally, uh, American Indian Citizenship Act of 1924 was passed, which made all Native Americans uh, citizens of the United States with full voting rights. And this is a big, important step for them, but it was not really what they were fighting for. These same laws are going to be fight and push for in uh, 
and for Asian Americans as well. It's kind of the same song, different dance. People were treated unfairly because they were not white. And because they were not white, they didn't get the same opportunity as everybody else. So progressives did some work in kind of helping end some of our racist issues in our country, but they didn't do enough. And all these groups, although they seemed to gain something out of this progressive era, they were still left behind in the more important ways and some are still left behind today in some of the biggest important ways. These are things we're gonna get into in the future more as we continue to work at uh, civil rights and how they are trade and actually trying to be used in this country. Obviously, I've done a whole podcast about race relations in our country and how it's not, you know, where we thought it would be 60 years later after all these other acts have been passed to try to improve civil rights and after Martin Luther King spoke to try to push us forward. We're not where we ever thought we would be. And as we fall behind, we have to keep questioning where we are at. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful rest of your day. I will talk to everybody on Friday. Please make sure we rate, review, and subscribe on either Apple Podcast, Google Play, or anywhere you can provide, find your podcast survivor. Have a good rest of a day.